everybody, this is Ed from the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, here with a very special episode, and joining me as always is Scott. Hey, everybody. And our livers have recovered enough from Doug's Vault episode <laughs> Six that months we ago. have traveled down to visit our very good friend and podcast jacket recipient, the knight who says neat himself, Jeff. Hello, everyone. And we've traveled to his vault. Yes. A sprawling, multi-leveled steel door, <laughs> <laughs> cages sentries infrared something like a james bond movie when you have to rappel down and do the <laughs> the laser things to get to his vault don't protected forget, by three cats yes. don't forget the pit of snapping alligators. that's right alligators as well yes. and sharks with laser beams <laughs> so we've picked 12 lovely whiskeys that we've never done on the podcast before plus one a special bonus one at the end Baker's Dozen. We're going to drink four. We're going to have some pizza. Drink four. Have some of the wonderful donuts at the local bakery down here. Mm. And what bakery do you want to give him a shout out? That's McMillan's on Haddon Avenue. Yeah. McMillan's on Haddon Avenue. So if you know, you know. <laughs> That's right. And then we'll do another four. And the goal is for me to remember the Uber ride home, which <laughs> I <too>. didn't. <laughs> I didn't either. Which Scott and I did not in the Doug's Vault episode. So we usually do these in order of proof right. from lowest to highest. But I think we're going to start off. Jeff has brought a couple of special expressions back from overseas, from the motherland, <laughs> uh, England. These are English single malt whiskeys. One is a, a normal proof, somewhere around 92, I guess. And then they got a cast strength. Whiskey one. First one we're going to do is Cotswold's Signature Single Malt Whiskey. It's 45 pounds, whatever that is in the, <laughs> in the exchange rate, 46% ABV, so that's 92 proof. From their website, it says this is the first whiskey ever made in the Cotswolds. Our award-winning Cotswolds Signature Single Malt Whiskey is crafted using the finest locally grown, traditionally floor-malted Cotswold barley. Belonging to our classics collection, our signature single malt favors the rich and bold fruity notes, which result from maturation in our highly active STR, which stands for shaved, toasted, and recharred X-red wine barrels. Blended with whiskey, matured in premium first fill ex-bourbon barrels, this single malt has notes of honey, red fruits, and a hint of treacle. Ooh. Treacle matter. <laughs> no, no. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Treacle. Uh, I think Jeff has to describe what treacle is for people who don't know. Oh, it's like a custard almost. It's really sweet though, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Like a vanilla custard. Yeah, because I've heard the word treacly used to describe something that's very sweet. All right, so we're just going to taste this right off the bat. The Cotswold single malt. I mean, it smells like a single malt, uh, as you would expect, but it's got fruity <laughs> nose to it. Mm, this is really reminiscent of some of the stuff that Stranahan's does. Because mm. ah. Stranahan's got some sweet, Ooh. like the Blue Peak. This has got a different finish than the Blue Peak, but... Yeah, it's always surprising when you smell that barley. It's a scotch, basically is what it is. <laughs> but then when you taste it, you get like fruity, sweet notes. Yeah, the, like a candy. Yeah, and then the barley comes back on the back end, and it just yeah. makes it taste really good. It's just yeah. so interesting because this is not kind of flavor outside of the strain hands that you're going to get from american whiskey and if scotches tasted more like this i would drink more scotches yeah and it could be it's single malt it's yeah. barley it could be i don't know why i don't like more scotch yeah i mean i could. think because i'm a scotch wussy to be honest but <laughs> i don't like it really peaty i don't like it really smoky you know yeah. i'm like i don't like it grassy so yeah. everyone right now in scotch world is going like yeah exactly you don't like scotch that's the problem he's a scussy <laughs> scussy <laughs> i really think though the reason i like this is 
unlike a lot of the scotches that are 80, this has a little bit of a punch to it that kind of uh, appeals to me. Mm-hmm. Being 92, you know, you can call me a, a scussy if you want, but, you know, <laughs> I think 80 is kind of scussy if you want my opinion. How about that? <laughs> I just like the flavor of it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. So did you taste it over there? Yeah, I did. And then decided to buy one and bring it back. Yeah. Were you yeah. at the distillery? Um, no, we, they have like stores uh, around the Cotswolds. The, the distillery is somewhere else in central England. Uh, oh, so the Cotswolds is an area of England. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's like when you think of old fashioned England, you mm-hmm. think the rolling hills, mm-hmm. the sheep, you know, yeah, the, they're playful sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Cotswolds is. Like, I see fences and people riding bikes because there's no uber in the Cotswolds. oh no so it's like stepping back in time almost. yes definitely yeah i'm getting kind of like a cigar note at the end of this like a sweet yeah, cigar it's, it, it changes as you drink it a little bit yeah we're drinking a neat on a neat glass by the way no matter what country you're in whether you're a scotch drinker or a scussy the neat glass <laughs> works fabulous for taste and whiskey mm. of all proofs of all nationalities so if you want to join us as always, go on to neatglass.com, type in whiskey tan as a code, and get 10% off that first order and join the party. Yeah, that first palette of <laughs> the glasses that you want. Speaking of palette, this is really good on the palette. Ah, nice. I've got it in my brief research, a belief that they are youthful whiskeys. Okay. And you want me to tell you about mine? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Whiskey 2. I've got the Cotswold Single Malt Whiskey, the Founder's Choice. Now, this is World Whiskey Review. Once again, it starts with the STR casks, which are shaved, toasted, and recharred American oak red wine barrels. They are known for giving a dose of flavor, which is perhaps how it contributes to the overall development of the flavor. At only three years, it comes out tasting better than some scotches that are aged three times that. Oh. So what are you going to know? I'll tell you what the nose says for this guy. And the proof for this one is around 119. 118.2. Anything to prove me wrong, Scott. <laughs> no, it's, well, what's 59.1 times two? <laughs> I know. I know you're right. I said around uh, 119. It took me too long to double right. 59.1. <laughs> All right. So on the nose, I want to hear what you guys have. They have okay. a very elaborate nose on this review. So is the only difference between this and what we just had is the proof and their choice, quote unquote? They're finished in the same wood. Yeah. I think you just proof the other one down and keep this one cast rip. All right. I get flowers real strong. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is much more herbaceous and floral. This is closer to like maybe one of the wheat whiskeys that we had on our wheat episode. Right. It's it's very earthy. Fruity, too, though. I get lots of fruit notes There, There this. is an overcurrent, like a, not an undercurrent. Right. Or maybe just a current, because hmm. currants are sweet. <laughs> Scott, you getting your cherry on there? <laughs> um, I don't know. Are you getting cherry? I am. Oh. I just know you often mm-hmm. pick out cherry. I do. Says, oh, yeah. It says that yeah, there's yeah. two waves of boldness on the nose. One that hits first and one that hits second. On the nose. Yeah. Mm, I am getting, uh, sometimes what you get in scotches are like a, a tropical fruit note, mm. like a mangoes or pa- papaya. So on the first wave, they say you should be getting a cranberry sauce jam on whole meal toast. <laughs> Figs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Figs, raisins, okay. which I definitely get. They say once that initial dry fruit burst fades, then you get 
another wave of boldness that are lighter fruits, dried oranges, ginger, and the like. All right, so let's get a taste. Yeah, we've been tasting it <laughs> since when, when you were reading it. We oh, were tasting it. Yeah. I mean, it's deeper, more complex than the first one, but I think I might prefer the first one. The first one has a simple mouthfeel, like you're drinking a like a green yeah. spot. You, you taste the sweetness and the simpler fruits. This is way more complex. I think I like both of them. Now that I've tasted it more, uh, the cherry note that Jeff prompted me to taste, that I always taste anyway, <laughs> it came out to me more, and I really enjoyed it. And I've, now I've poured a little bit of water into it yeah. just to see what that does. The reviewers say this is a must-buy for them. They even argue that this is as good as some 12-year scotches. Yeah, putting some water in this is, yeah, yeah, you did it? It's so good. (laughs) Okay, so this is head and shoulders now with a little bit of water on the previous Cotswold that we just had. And I think it should be. Right. Right. And for the listeners, this Mm. is the founder's choice. Right. right? Yeah. The first one was the... Uh, signature right what ed said earlier we usually do this by proof we wanted to taste these side by side because they're from the same company right so we would have normally had this later but we did want to compare right we want to do a little uh quick taste inside just vault right and also because it was single malt and everything else is going to be a bourbon yeah that i can see so far there might be a rye but i think we're pretty much in bourbonville Ah. so what did you guys think I like them a lot. Yeah, no, these are both really yeah. great. So we're, we're going to uh, take a quick second, rinse our glasses of the single malt, probably just smash them because you can never really get that flavor out. And then <laughs> we're going to let you know what we're going to be tasting on this segment. All right. Whiskey three. Okay, so the third one that we're going to do is Redwood Empire's 12 years aged Haystack Needle Double Barrel. Wow. It's a bourbon whiskey finished in a port cask, barrel strength at 110 proof, and it is a South Jersey bourbon drinker's 12-year MGP. Their sticker on the back says pancakes, so we're wondering, maybe this tastes like pancakes. Mm. And that South Jersey Bourbon Drinkers Association is the reason why Jeff has so many bottles (laughs) in his vault. Jeff, tell us about the organization. It started when you first started doing the podcast. I think Ed was one of the first ones that was part of the SJBD. He was in it was in the very beginning thank you and so i think you you might have tagged me in something to join it and i joined immediately what, what year could that have been 2019. Yeah, 2019 2019 yeah and i was immediately accepted into the club yeah and ever since <laughs> well yeah. what they have inside the club is a list that you can be a part of and then whenever they put out a barrel pick you're required to purchase it but it's normally amazing Right. I decided not to get on that list because I have to buy so much whiskey for the podcast already. Right. I felt like I couldn't just pick up what randomly came across from them. And I knew that Jeff was going to have them anyway. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's kind of like, what's better than owning a boat? Having a friend who owns a boat. That's right. <laughs> well, also, I think at the time, Gabe was on the list too. He has since dropped off because it started to get too much for him. He has no heart. Yeah, he, no. He's a scussy. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I can't get there till seven o'clock. All the bottles are gone. <laughs> well, that's also true because it's usually on a weekday, right? They have to go and pick up the bottle. Right. Like, With, they give you two weeks to pick it up. Oh, two weeks. Oh, well, so, then, then he's got no excuse. Right. So uh, we were talking off air. The bottles that you get from them, about what price do they, is it like around 60, 70? Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything over 70. Okay. There's always a special one that comes through that might be 100, but that's pretty rare. And how often? When do they do these? They do it probably once a month. Once a month. So 2019, three years ago, 36 bottles, which is why this is why Jeff has so many. In yeah, his look collection. at the picture that Scott's going to post on the website. Right. <laughs> Just look at the picture. <laughs> 
Yeah, so this is, again, the, the Redwood Empire Haystack Needle Double Barrel Bourbon. We did The Last Monarch in our Just This Past Whiskey Madness tournament. It, yep. it actually performed pretty well. Yeah, I think it's yep. become one of Ed's favorite whiskeys. That was a mix of like a couple mash, like a yeah. rye mash bill and a bourbon. This, yep. I however, like blends. I do. Yeah, so this is, on the website, they say 14-year. This is only a 12-year one. It's 110 proof, so it's the same proof. And I do have the mash bill. So wait, what is this port finish? This is port cask finish, oh. yes. Port some whiskey on me. Oh my In my mouth, if you would. 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% malted barley, 110 proof, Redwood Empire, Haystack Needle. We're going to smell it. 110, right in the sweet zone of where I like to live. Very sweet on the initial nose. Mm. Honey on the nose. Yeah. Yeah, you're not getting a lot of port influence, even though this is port cast finish. Much lighter fruit notes. I like the nose. It's very pleasant. Haystack needle. It's got a little bit of oak on the nose. And also, remember the pancakes. So I don't want that to influence us, but... At the time, this was a very popular bottle that oh, people were going nuts over. Okay. Well, maybe 20, 22, maybe. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, if the regular one now is 14, so this is just two years ago, so 2021, maybe. Mm. And once again, this is sourced from our friends at MGP. Let's not forget that. So if this was $60, regardless of Shit. what it tastes yeah. like, a 12-year bourbon, you can't get no. a 12-year bourbon for $60 not, anymore. No. Not no, many. No. That's why I'm no. in the club. <laughs> wow. You know what? It's not as complex as I expected. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's really two-dimensional. It's sweet on the palate, and then boom, there's a finish of some leather. Yeah, it's very earthy at the end. At the end. Leather and tobacco at the end. I can taste a little maple on this. I can see what they're saying. Do you get maple? I got maple, and I've got wood. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Sorry. I do get oak at the end, for sure. Yeah. Part of the finish, part of that earthy finish is oak. Yeah. This is one of the strangest whiskeys in that it's so sweet initially, and all the sweetness goes away, and then you get all the earthy flavors i love it we talked about two waves of on the nose of one of the english whiskeys this is definitely two parts sweetness was on the palate Mm. and then the finish Mm. so put some water in it Mm. oh it helps so with the little water it blends the transition between the two it's not quite as sweet and not quite as earthy yeah i think it does smooth it off a few drops you don't need a lot because it's only 110 i think i poured too much in mine but you know, right. we have a picture. We don't have our droppers. This and is delicious. This is delicious. I think we were a little bit thrown off by what we just had before this, which was a really interesting single malt. Mm-hmm. And this tastes a little, I don't know, harsh. More complex. I don't know that it's that more complex of the founder's choice. And if we weren't doing 13 whiskeys, we'd get the founder's choice and try them side by side. <laughs> but we're not doing that. This is how I fall down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Or order the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> In about an hour. <laughs> Whiskey four. The next one we have for you is the Yellowstone handpicked collection. Mm. Kentucky Street Bourbon Whiskey. We've never done Yellowstone in the podcast. Single barrel. Yeah. Okay. This is coming in at 115 proof. 115? All right. So we're climbing pretty fast. I think we just jumped over somebody in proof. Oh, we're screwing up. They're close enough. It's in my hand and in my glass, so we're doing it. We're not backing up. (laughs) So we're committed. We're committed. Here, pass it around. This is also a South Jersey bourbon drinker's pick. This is a limestone branch distillery, five years old. Oh. 115 proof. Mash bill undisclosed. 
Hmm. Well, the first Yellowstone that SJBD put out was called the Sam, Yosemite Sam. Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I brought that to Sergio's house. We were in the basement, yeah. and everyone loved it. Yeah. So this is like, they have a series of different Yellow. bourbons. They, they label them on things to do with Yellowstone National Park. Gotcha. This one is El Capitan, which right. is the, the big mountain. Yeah, that people, and people, people climb it people and stuff. Climb it. Yeah. SJBD Adventure Series. Yosemite National Park single barrel pick. There you go. I mean, the Yellowstone label, it's cool. It's very old timey. Mm-hmm. It's got like a big like waterfall in the middle of it. So I went to the dark web and I found out that they say that <laughs> the bourbon mash bill for Yellowstone is 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. Oh, all right. Not now, too different from the Redwood Empire, but a lot younger. Yeah. Oh, now, Okay. So the Redwood Empire has had pancakes on the back of it. I smell yeah. pancakes on this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get a very simple nose sweet with a, a little bit of fruit notes. But also cigarettes. <laughs> you smell cigarettes? No, like unburnt cigarettes. I like an open one. Tobacco. Yeah, like cigarette tobacco, not like cigar tobacco. Sorry, Lieutenant Dan. He smelled like cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the nose. It's different than the nose of anything I've ever smelled before, right? Did you taste it or smell it? I just tasted it. Oh. But it just, it was a tart thing where it made my body. Ed shuddered. Like he literally, like, it was like in the Matrix where Keanu Reeves has like 90 faces. He glitched. <laughs> or like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Total recall. Total recall, yeah. Oh, that is different. You tasted it? Yeah. It has a cereal taste. Some kind of cereal, like um, cornflakes or something. Like an unsweetened Cheerios bastardized evil cereal. What's that terrible cereal? Like tracks or something? Like, well, oh, like, trick? No, no. no not trick. Kicks. kicks. Yeah. Kids like. <laughs> kicks for what kicks has got. Mom's like, kicks for what kicks has not. <laughs> that, exactly. I hated, I hated kicks. Yeah. Because Kix cereal looks like it's going to be something good, like Crunch Berries or something, yeah, yeah. and it's just cornmeal. It's yeah. There's no flavor to it. Yeah. It's a big lie. Yeah. It's the first lie that corporate America gives you as a kid. Kix. <laughs> it's a kick in the nutsack is what it is. That's what they call it, Kix. Right, right. Because <laughs> it kicks right. you in the nuts. Right. Because fuck you wouldn't fit on a box. <laughs> it would, but they'd get sued. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, I didn't know we were going on a kick cereal <laughs> tangent. I put a couple drops of this. I think it did not help this bottle coming after a 12-year. True. I think it tastes very young to me and a little raw. It's weird, though, right? Yeah. It's very alcoholic tasting. Yeah. Ed hit on the head. It's like following the pancakes. Yeah. It can't compare. No. It's just no. it's just five years compared to 12. It's not fair to it. And we tasted really good single malt before it. And this should be around 45 to $50 bottle. I mean, and we, we've done a couple podcasts where we have kind of proven that the order that you taste things in can affect mm. the taste of them. However, I think still think this tastes so odd. Yeah. I would like to taste this in isolation by itself sometime. But I have to say that I'm not really sure that I like this. And you guys know out there, we hardly say that. All right. So the bottle that Jeff mentioned earlier from Yellowstone, I loved yes. Sergio's. Yeah. I had that. This is not as good as that. No, I, I did too. What was the one that Gabe brought over for the Whiskey Madness? It was the weird one. And it had a horse on the bottle. And it tasted like nothing that we'd ever had before. Oh, the one he got from like the... the, the from Total like, Wine. Yeah, yeah first call that one tasted like it was weird like motor oil and leather and gun like a holster like (laughs) like a saddle it was like one of the most herbaceous american bourbon whiskeys i've ever had in my life but it also had like an odd 
sweetness to it. Maybe at the time, I had to go back and listen to it. Yeah. It tasted like a piece of chewed bubble gum that right. was in an ashtray, and you picked it back up and chewed it again. Thank you, Barrel Craft Spirits. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's what it tasted. More like Trailer Park Spirits. <laughs> Whiskey Five. From our old friends at Starlight. I am the Starlight. It's <laughs> very nice. Thank you. Isn't that from like Jesus Christ Superstar or something? No, Starlight Express, right? I don't know. <laughs> Starlight Express. <laughs> I must confess. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Jeff knows now. There we go. We're vibing. Absolutely. So it's Starlight Distillery. Yes. Single barrel, old Rick House. Rye whiskey finished in port barrels. Yeah, we've done Starlight before, but this seems to be a unique expression from them. Yeah, it's four and a half years aged, four years in charred American oak barrels, and eight months in estate-grown knobstone port barrels. Comes in at 105.6 proof. Knobstone port. What is a knobstone? I don't know. I guess it's a brand. I got your knobstone right here, Jeff. Damn. Damn. The match feels not disclosed, but supposedly the same as a straight bourbon. It is fruity. His knobstone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking cocky. <laughs> cocky. Boo cocky. I mean, there's, I'm sorry. It's supposed to, supposed to, supposed to be the same match as the regular straight rye, not bourbon. Okay. So let's see what we smell on it. All right. Mm. That's an interesting smell. Yeah, you get port on yeah. this one. Yeah, port wine influence is very prevalent on this one. Yeah. There's a little, like, uh, a punchy note, like a peach, but not peach. Peach, uh, apricot kind almost, of thing. Almost like a cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. Like alcohol. <laughs> oh, it's just alcohol. You're right, Jeff. That's what it is. Did you taste it? What did it taste like? It smells bready also. Oh, oh. It has a finish like I've never had before. Hmm. It's almost like meat, like a pork or something. It's really weird pork. aftertaste. Like yeah, like you ate a piece of pulled pork or something and swallowed it, and then that's the finish that I get. Kind of smoky and earthy. Yeah, I'm but, really struggling because it tastes familiar. There's a distinctive familiar note that I can't yeah. remember what it is. The char comes yeah. through a lot, first of all. Maybe it tastes like a charred fruit something or something. Burnt? Yeah, like Bro- a grilled tomato maybe. Maybe? Oh, oh, maybe something like a sun-dried tomato? <laughs> but sweeter than that. Oh, I don't know. Sun-dried tomatoes are pretty sweet, but they have that weird kind of yeah. taste to them. I get what you're saying about like the pulled pork because it's, it's kind of like those spices that you might put it yeah. in a barbecue, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily taste like barbecue per se. No, I'm willing to retract that, but it's meaty. And meat sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. How about but, like a, a charred orange peel? Maybe, but mm, I don't know what Yeah, I- like a charred bitter citrus note. This is bizarre. Didn't you say with the, the review you looked up, they said they didn't quite care for it? Yeah, they gave this like a three out of ten. Mm. Jeff, do you remember anything about this? This was a Mount Ephraim pick? This one, this one, no. They ran through a series of several different Starlight. Starlight, yeah. And they all sort of ran together for me. Okay. I'm not really a big fan of Starlight. Okay. This yeah, this is Mount Ephraim. This is not the South Jersey bourbon drinkers. So Jeff doesn't just get from there. He also <laughs> goes to every other liquor store in the area. I've had some bad experiences with Port Finish. You know? Yes. The Bowman was a huge disappointment. It was. We don't like the Angel Envies that much. We don't. We enjoyed the Breckenridge, but we're really comparing it to the Angel Envy. So I think I have to try that again by itself to see if I really like it or if I just liked it better than the Angel Envy. Right. And now we got this one. I mean, the more I drink this, the more I do taste like a smoky barbecue kind of flavor to it, which is completely antithetical to a port finish. I mean, I guess because it's a rye, but still. 
105.6 proof, it is also a little hotter than 1.56. Yeah. I'm going to put a little water in it. Yeah. We'll try to save it. <laughs> mm. It helps a little, but overall, this is very strange for a starlight. I don't Je- like it. Yeah. Jeff, what are you thinking? It's okay. Yeah. I'm thinking I'd rather have their Blackberry. Oh, yeah. The one that we had on the flavored whiskey episode. Yeah. That he, was much better than this. He's got a whole bottle of it over there. Yeah. We, <laughs> we might have to use that to clean our palate after this one. We're like, damn it. We've already had this. <laughs> Uh, notice they put craft distiller of the year, but they put nothing about this particular bottle winning an right. award. Right. So it won the right. Ascot Awards 2022 craft distiller of the year. They did the distillery. Yes. Not this bottle. No. <laughs> Had this bottle been presented, I think they would not have that tag to give out. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I mean, on the back, it has one of those stickers because this is a store pick. It's not your ancestor's dram. Yeah. Well, well, I, don't, I don't give a dram. It's not good. I don't know. I think maybe it is your ancestor's dream because it tastes like ashes from them. Oh, burn. (laughs) Whiskey six. The next one we're doing is Boone County bourbon single barrel straight bourbon whiskey. It is aged five years. The proof is 110.8. Yeah, Boone County. I love that. Like the little penguin opus and then uh, the cat, right? That's Bloom County. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Opus the Penguin and Bill the Cat. Yeah, Bill the Cat. Right. And then like the hippie dude. Right. Uh, this is a barrel pick too. This is the South Jersey Bourbon Drinkers again. Uh, it says Hotel California on the back. Mm-hmm. Just a little sticker here. The mash bill is 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% malted barley, which was similar to the one we had before. Mm-hmm. It is a single barrel and bottled at cash strength. Five years. We never did anything from Boone County. No, I've heard some about them though. Um, mm. yeah, I just sipped it without smelling it. I'm sorry. That's what she said. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, <laughs> uh, but I like it. We're, we're drunk enough to laugh at that. It's good. I mean, this is pretty traditional from what we've had previous to this. We've had single malts. We've had cast finishes, wine finishes, and this is a single barrel bourbon. Yeah. This smells like America. <laughs> America. America. <laughs> Mm, that smells great. Like I said, traditional caramel, vanilla, brown sugar. I mean, a little light fruit notes. Or dare I say it, cherries? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go in for the tasting. Hopefully something will surprise us here. <laughs> it's very good. Cinnamon. Mm, cinnamon's all over. Yeah. yeah oh, it, yeah. Yeah. Didn't get cinnamon on the nose, but cinnamon <laughs> on the taste is, <laughs> yeah. it's overwhelming almost. What do you think of this? Uh, I like it. I, to me, I could drink this any day of the week. It's a, like a Knob Creek almost, not as harsh. Like, put this in my bar. I'll drink it. Like, no, yeah. yeah. I don't know that I would cross the street and be like, oh my God, is there any Boone's County here? But if you had it for a five-year whiskey, you know, if it's affordable, you know, I don't know what this costs, but. Yeah. Do you remember? They're all around 60. Right. 60 yeah. right. So yeah. 60 for a five-year cast strength, 110. I mean, it's a barrel pick from an organization that you trust to pick mm-hmm. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what, what would you do with it? Would you like make Manhattans with this? Would you make, what would you You do? could. I mean, yeah. I think this is strong enough to sip on its own, but it's not too powerful that you can't make a drink with it. You can make a high proof yeah, cocktail with yeah, this. Yeah, sure you can. Enjoy it. I mean, it has that nice cinnamon it's note. Got, yeah, it'd make a really good old fashioned, I think, to mm, be honest. Oh, because yeah. Because of the cinnamon notes. And it's not overly sweet as a bourbon. It's not. No. I really like this, actually. Although there's nothing really special about it, mm. I really do enjoy it. It's a straightforward, traditional bourbon. It's delicious. Yeah. Whiskey Seven. All right, the next one we're doing is the Tumbling Dice Heavy Rye Bourbon. (laughs) This is a store pick from the South Jersey Bourbon Drinkers, of course. It is 112 proof. 
the mash bill from MGP is 60% corn, 36% rye, 4% malted barley. So lower yeah. in corn than we usually have. High rye. High rye. Tumbling Dice is a distillery name? Tumbling Dice is the brand name. Deadwood, I think, is the distillery. Mm. It is about 40 bucks, but the, since this is a barrel pick. Yeah, it's got to be close to 60 for a barrel pick. Right. And the age is three years. And we have tasting notes from the whiskey jug, our old friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was very high on it. So we're going to see. It looks like a Manhattan. The color is almost like a cherry red finish to it. It does have a red hue. So we didn't taste it on air, but I've had this before because Jeff brought it over. We don't know. This is a barrel pick. So I think it's the same barrel pick you bought. Is it possible that you had two? I did. There was another one before this one. I can't remember the name of it, but this was called Red Fuzzy Dice. Right. The other one might have just been Fuzzy Dice. I'm not sure. Yeah. But this was my first bottle from the SJBD okay. that I really loved. Yeah. And there's another website called Keeping It Within the Family. Mm. And you can post things. Oh, what, 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 what you're looking for. <laughs> and, and I put that I wanted to have one of these bottles on that website. And very quickly, one of the gentlemen from SJBD said, I've got one. Oh. So we met at Mount Ephraim in the parking it, lot. Right. It was, it was at night. <laughs> <laughs> at night, and you had like, trench coats on. Yeah. With nothing and on underneath. Nothing I got you. Nothing on underneath. Right. And we, and we traded something. <laughs> No bodily fluids or anything like that. Just liquid gold. Liquid gold, right. What would you have to trade for it? I think I traded a... Um, Anal virginity? No. It was... Um, Stop it. This is crazy. What's the... It's a seven-year something. It's a something seven. Big, oh. oh. Old Ezra. Old Ezra seven. It was an old Ezra. Oh, so that's told Old Ezra, which is also 117 proof. So you can call it a cast strength. That's anywhere from sixty to eighty dollars, depending on where you find it. So you value this pretty high, then. Yeah, good trade. You think? Oh yeah, because you can get old Ezra tomorrow. You can't get this again. Yeah. Right? So Jeff brought this over one time when we were recording, just as I an remember, extra whiskey, like, like three and a half years ago, yeah. a long time ago, long time we ago. Did, but we like his first or second yeah. recording that he did with us, and I remember loving it so much. And he was like, "Here, just take it." Mm. Stand up guy that Jeff is. <laughs> just, just take my whiskey that you love. I will get another. Right, right, right. And, and now we know that after he did that, he had to go and, and do clandestine. have Trench coats and, and shit. Right, right. And anal sex and things just to get another bottle. I'm so sorry, Jeff. I'm so sorry. Right. <laughs> Jeff's like crying in the corner right now. Yeah. It's like the crying game is in the shower right now. There was, yeah, there's no anal sex whatsoever. Okay. I know uh, all there is to know about the crying game. <laughs> Well, we'll see if it's worth it. Yeah, we will. Okay. Let's give it a smell. Good nose. Um, yeah, I'm going to say cherries this time, okay? Heavy rye mash bill. Yeah, peppers in my nose. Oh, I mean, it smells awesome. Mm-hmm. Cherry and vanilla. And vanilla shortbread. I'm getting a little, mm-hmm. like a little clove. It does have a sweet bready kind of thing. I was just going to say baked bread. Yeah. 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 Got it. It's buttery bread. Mm. Almost like a croissant. Oh. Mm, you tasted it. Ooh. Yeah, it's good, right? It's good. It's good because it's got a second kick. So you drink it, you swallow, mm-hmm. and then there's a second punch after you swallow of flavor. It's a weird finish. It's a finish mm. that, that I think that's why we liked it the first time. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. You swallow it and you're like, oh, that was good. Oh, shit. There's <laughs> another. There's a. Am I right about that? The oh, second. Yeah. I've never really had that with the whiskey before. It's really good. You swallow it, you get the beginning of a finish, and then there's a second wave of finish. Oh, man. So, like, what's cool about it is because we just tasted maybe one of the most traditional bourbon 
friends that I've ever had in the Boone County that we really liked, but we didn't think there was anything special about it. But this one is a bourbon whiskey that is special. Mm. It has the high rye mash bill. It's leavened out with such delicious cinnamon, mm. clove, yes. pepper, spice, cherries. It's awesome. It's exactly what I Testify. like. Testify. This is perfect. I'm just smiling. It's like getting back to know an old friend. This mm. tastes like what I remember it being. This must be the exact And there one. is strong cherry notes on this, too. Yes. Um, I just put a splash of water in which I'll try it. Makes this only better. Oh, yeah. I will. This might be my favorite so yeah. far. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Shit, this is so good. Yeah. This is why you drink whiskey for, I mean, for yeah. a bottle like this. Yes. So when you put water on it, what did you get out of it? I was getting some baking spices and clove, like I said, but I thought it became a lot less sweet on the water. Yeah. More spicy and added some cinnamon on my tongue, which I didn't notice before. Yeah, so that's why I asked you, because usually you like the sweeter side, mm -hmm. and putting on the water, for me, it became more spicy, more rye-flavored, yeah. more, uh, yeah. more herbaceous. I don't know that I would put a lot of water on this, but... But a little does bring out I would put it on a globe, because I would love this cold, <laughs> then I would let it take its natural course. Yeah. It's a spice bomb for me right now, this as is it is. Fantastic. This is so I feel really good. bad for the Traverse City Whiskey Company that has to <laughs> yeah, go next. Too. That has to follow this. That's a foreshadowing. If you wonder what the next whiskey is, it's Traverse City. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put this in a flask. Uh, this, so can, yeah. yeah. So I can walk around with it in my freaking pocket. <laughs> at work? <laughs> Maybe at work. <laughs> if you work with Jeff, <laughs> be careful. Is that a flask in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Why don't you find out? <laughs> Get your trench coat out. <laughs> <laughs> whiskey eight. So Traverse City Whiskey Company, straight burn whiskey. It's a bow proof. It's six years old. Six years. Okay. 17.4. It's got M&M on it because it's a South Jersey barrel pick one. They always have cool labels. <laughs> What's the name of it? It's called Legacy. Okay. Me against the world. So what? I'm Brian Dawkins versus the zero and 16 Lions offense. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he would have ever said that. He's probably a Detroit Lions fan. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And that was a definite Eagles fan yeah. quote. Jesus. Yeah, he's dissing his own team. He's, wow. a little mad at him. he's probably a little mad at him. All right, let's pour this up and see what we got. Oh, oh I still got plenty of the other one. I'm well, going to just take it to the head. Take it to the head. You know, that's how we do it when we in the vault. 51% corn. The rest is a mix of rye and malted barley. So it's high rye. All right. Cast rest, non-chill filtered. Goes for about 80 bucks. And yeah, this was 117.4. Right. This is from our friends at the Whiskey Jug. Got a nice copper color. He says we should be looking for oak and dark dried fruits on the nose. Let's go. Let's see uh, what's All right. I have no idea what to expect from this whatsoever. Okay. It's the second bottle from SJBD this year. It's pretty tame on the nose. Yeah. Yep. Not a whole lot. It smells pleasant. Yeah. Like I said, he says oak, chalky cocoa, which I think is an interesting one. Chalky cocoa. On the nose. No, not really getting that. Spiced orange peel, some things like sugar cookies. There's a bit of citrus. Oh, sugar cookie. Interesting. I got that as soon as he said it. Yeah. Sometimes you're smelling things. You can't do it, and somebody says something. That's I it. I think it gets a connection. Yeah. He says a lot of what he got in the nose, he gets in the palate. So what do you guys taste? Okay. Let's taste it. Whew. Sweet. Mm. Sweet, but a, kind of a dry finish. Grapey. Like a Concord grape. Grape ape. <laughs> I get some herbaceousness, some tobacco or leather on the finish too, but I taste the sugar cookie that I smelled, that they say I should smell. I kind of taste it. It's initially very sweet. Yeah. And the sweetness does continue through it, right. but then there's an extra sort of like 
crescendo of, of like spicy rye notes. similar to the tumbling dice in profile. It's yeah. not the tumbling dice. No. It's holding up to the tumbling yeah. dice pretty well. Like the tumbling dice is better, mm-hmm. like you said, but this isn't bad in comparison. Oh, I think it needs water. I think water is going to help this a lot. Yeah, the, the tumbling dice is definitely sweeter uh, and there's more flavors to it, mm-hmm. whereas this is more like a, a straight off bourbon. But it's high rye though. Yeah, interesting because it tastes more rye-ish to me in total. Whereas the Tumbling Dice had a nice integration of like bourbon and rye yeah. notes, mm-hmm. where this is like the other one that where it was very sweet and then very herbaceous. Water helps it. Okay. Oh yeah, that's well, very nice. I'll let you know. Oh, that's super sugary sweet. I almost get like a simple syrup kind of flavor. It's very... Oh my God, water helps us so much. You're right. Uh, this is right in your real house, Ed, yeah. with the water on it. With the water on Without the water on I found it a little spicy. So while on the Tumbling Dice, the water makes it spicier, for the Traverse City, makes it the sweeter. water makes it sweeter. Yeah. And this is why if you're stubborn and you're not playing with water in your whiskey, you're missing out on the full experience. That's all I'm going to say. Just try uh, and it. And we're with the knight who says neat right here, right? Mm. He, I mean, he's, me. he's a person that used to... <laughs> Drink high proof whiskey and cut it with a lower proof whiskey. <laughs> like I've seen him do Still it. Do. I'm like, clean your palate. He'd be like, all right. And he would drink like a 90 proof whiskey. <laughs> but even he has started to realize that a few drops here or there can change the flavor and make him curious. Yeah. So Traverse City represented really well against, I thought, a really tough slot. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we still love the Tumbling Dice the best. But yeah. put it this way if a Boone's County, which is a good whiskey, had come up right now, it would have got blown off the table. Yeah. But Traverse City's like, no, no, no. I'm in the game, bro. I'm in the game. <laughs> I mean, and we, we just picked these at random out of his closet yeah. because, and the only criteria was that sure. we'd never tried them well, before. Well, let's tell the real story because they're, they're protecting me. So <laughs> we picked out. Am I? Well, yeah, because we were looking to pick out 12 or 13 whiskeys. Oh. So we picked out 13 whiskeys, we thought. But the two English whiskeys had come in a box, and I had taken them out of the box, but then I kept the boxes. And then we lined everything up, and I counted everything, including the boxes. <laughs> so we only had 11 right, instead of 13. I thought we had 13 whiskeys because I counted the empty boxes like a dumbass. <laughs> so after the first break, we realized this. We had to run around and get two more whiskeys, and the Traverse City was one of them. And the other one is coming. Yeah. So luckily, we're in Jeff's vault, and he has plenty right. of whiskeys. Right. I could fuck up another three times, and it'd be all right. We'd have another six whiskeys. <laughs> Truth. And, it's just the problem is we've had over right. 300 whiskeys on air. Yeah. So the chance of his 70 bottles to not be something we drank on air is low. I mean, if you're talking about getting drunk, he has four uh, larceny barrel picks over there. Oh, I mean, sure. He's got a lot of barrel expressions. He's got larceny barrel proof over there. He's got the regular Joseph Bangus. He's got a fucking bottle of wine in there. I don't know who put that in there. He's got the cast strength <laughs> yeah, bullet. Wine out it's one of the damn cats put that in there. He's got Weller. Eagle Rare. You know, what's the front row with next to the larceny? Oh, that's another, another Magnus cigar blend. Magnus. Oh, oh foreshadowing right. what's coming up. What's yeah. coming up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Problem is I've got this thing where if there's something that I need to find, yeah. I will find it Yeah, because I have this obsession you, you, of finding things. Yeah. You, you hunt for stuff that yeah, you really I like. I love to hunt. Yeah. That is part of the fun of it. But we talked about this with Jeff and Doug, who was on the first Vault episode. Doug might have 150 bottles, but he wants to drink and enjoy them. Yeah. He's not a hoarder. He doesn't have 10, you know, Blantons and 10, you know, E.H. Taylors and right. 10. You've all seen yeah. the pictures on the internet right, right. and of your friends or your friends' friends or whatever. Right. And they have like 20 wellers. It's like, what are you doing with those? Right. You're not doing You're not opening them. You're not drinking them. You're not selling right. them. What are you doing? Right. That's and they 19 would, right. people who could have that weller, and but you it. have it. Right. 
Doug wants to drink his whiskeys yeah. and so and, and share it and, and share with us. Yeah. And he's so generous, and so is Jeff. And we're generous too. I mean, I was giving pours of a stranger and the lounge the other night. I yeah. was giving him out of our locker. Yeah, I was giving him a Henry McKenna. I gave him a pour of that. I gave him a, a pour of uh, I don't know what else. It Better not bet him Boss Hog. No, it was not that. <laughs> Good. Strangers don't get the Boss Hog. <laughs> Jeff would get Boss Hog, but strangers won't. Yeah, sweet. Jeff got it. Sweet. <laughs> so we. It's funny because you mentioned shit, and I know it's in there somewhere. Yeah. But I have no idea where. Like, yeah. I know there's an E.H. Taylor somewhere within 10 feet of us, <laughs> but I have no idea where it is. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, yeah. We'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> this is so fun. Yeah. And, I know. Uh, isn't this great? It's so much fun. All right, we're going upstairs and have some donuts now, and we'll be back. Donuts. Woo. Whiskey Nine. We're going to come out with one that we have drank out in the world a bunch in different variations. Yeah, very early on. But nothing recent and nothing ever on air is the Old Scout. Another MGP success story, I would say, from those people at Smooth Ambler. (laughs) This is another South Jersey bourbon drinkers pick called King Kong Bourbon Island. (laughs) Exactly. It's a five years aged in virgin American white oak, 60% corn, Mm. 36% rye. So it's our third high rye bourbon in a row. Nice. 4% malted barley, just enough to make it ferment. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) At the time, there was two at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. One was King Kong, one was Godzilla. Oh, I was just going to say, was it Godzilla? I don't remember what the difference was, but there was just yeah. two different bottles. Yeah, maybe just two different barrels that they really liked. Possibly. They put out at the same time. I mean, this was about $55 when it came out, and I remember enjoying it as a very traditional bourbon. So let's see what it's like now. Yeah, the Smooth Ambler was one that we clocked very early on in our bourbon journey, way before we even had a podcast. We always talked about doing Smooth Ambler on the podcast, and we just never have. Huh, but well, let's do it. Now. Here we go. Thank yeah. you, Jeff. <laughs> Not much on the news. Well, no. smell it again, Jeff. <laughs> you knew I was going to say that this episode. I know. Go back to our Canadian episode. <laughs> smell it again, Jeff. Uh, In Andalusia. Yeah. <laughs> it's 118.4 and it smells it. It smells all of its 120. And that's in a neat glass, which I think has been very gentle with the yeah. alcohol we've smelled so far. I have not got burned out at all yet. It has a really odd, yeah. herbaceous... I was just going to say, a very subtle citrus. Oh, subtle yeah. citrus. Well, for, but also very fragrant, like flowers. Oh, yeah, okay. yes, yes. There is a subtle citrus underneath, but mm-hmm. very floral, over note. Oh, yeah. there's a little like tobacco wrapper. Well, what they said was, in the front is some roasted oak, some cinnamon, a little smoky, and then it's a mix a of smoky, smoky wood, caraway seed, and grain. Caraway seed. Well, this is on the nose. I don't know what caraway seed smells like. It's like, like but rye, I guess. Oh, fuck them. And a malted grain. <laughs> right. After swirling it, he says, it smells a little darker and oakier. Toasted brown sugar, oak, and a little smoke. There is a smokiness there. Mm-hmm. I, maybe like, that's what I'm getting. Th- this is stupid, but mm. I'm thinking like if you step off a plane in Hawaii, mm. there's like like a floral smell to uh, the air. Okay. And like, like Mr. Rourke is over there giving you a, giving <laughs> you a tattoo. A, a, Jeff, I will say the first sentence is he says, I initially smelled toasted brown sugar and citrus. Oh, there so, you go. So that was his first I'm sentence. good. <laughs> All right. So let's taste it up. I said uh, Jeff has a really good palate. Or maybe mm. that was all fair. Jeff has a really good palate in the past four years that he's mm. been drinking. Oh, wow. You wow. know, really good. I mean, just nothing that makes you go like a barrel dovetail or, a, you know, get what I'm talking about. Nothing that is earth shattering. But wow, what a nice, well-made bourbon. High rye again. 
But I'm not surprised. And why am I not surprised that it's good? I'll wait, Scott. Because it's from MGP. That's exactly right. Because <laughs> MGP doesn't make bad whiskey. I'm convinced of that, except for the James E. Pepper bourbon. Wait, let me say it. Because it's MGP? That's exactly correct. <laughs> Ding. No, it's, it's a very upfront, sweet taste to it. Yep. I've said candy before. Mm-hmm. I'll say it again. Yeah, yeah. It's, to me, it's quite powerful. Yeah. Like, it's but not, it's not burning. I'm not getting a big Kentucky hug down my chest. No, there's no heat. Not down my chest, no. but I am getting it on the roof of my mouth. Right. But right. It, it did surprise me by how powerful it was. It's not a right. smooth vanilla no, caramel. No, no, it's not sugary. Candied orange at the end. Mm-hmm. Candied orange at the end. Definitely tasting that smoky they, note. They say we should be tasting vanilla, citrus, fennel. Fennel. That's like fennel. an anise kind of thing. Yeah. Sweetness and rye are followed by toasted oak and cinnamon. Pretty well balanced, but not very fruity. Just citrusy. Yeah. I don't know why I'm, I've am i had such a visceral reaction to this one. Maybe it was because of the giant cream donut that I ate <laughs> off air that was so sweet. Yeah. I'm going to pour a little water in it to see if it can- The like, water helps it, it a lot. Yeah. So I put water on it and I'm tasting just sweetness and vanilla, very traditional bourbon notes coming through. It's made the spiciness beat that down a little bit and left it for just to finish. I don't know why this is hitting me weird, but I'm getting like that clove necko wafer that we sometimes get on okay. this. And I'm not- getting as much sweetness as i think that you guys are getting did you pour me the right whiskey dearest Catherine, <laughs> dearest annabelle <laughs> thank you for the clove necker wafers they they made gettysburg oh so much sweeter whiskey 10 so the next whiskey is a weird one yeah that we've weird. never had before and scott's gonna tell us all about it yeah we got the hunt and gather 15-year Canadian whiskey. It is 121 proof. And trust me, with our record of Canadian whiskey, you'd have to be 15 years old and 121 proof because we've had a really up and down with Canadians. Yeah, for a while, I was on an email list from Canals Fire Road in... Angelusia. Wherever the fuck that is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Down the shore. Right. Oh, down the shore. Okay. And they would send out an email saying, okay, we got this new one in. Whoever wants to reserve a bottle, email us back. Yeah. And usually I was pretty quick about it. Mm-hmm. But now it, the secret's out. You can't even do that anymore. Oh. All these fuckers out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no. they. So this was one of them. This was one of them. emailed them to get and yes. you picked up. And they set it aside for me. Okay. But now response is so quick. They can't do that anymore. Yeah. I think they just do a lottery now. Mm. Fire Road in. Have to look it wow. up now. God damn it. <laughs> Let's look it up. Oh, look it up, monkey. Fire Road. <laughs> Fire Road Canals. I'll look up. 12 seconds later. Oh, Egg Harbor Township. There you go. That's it. That's it. So what we are doing is one of the picks that Jeff got from that store. It's Hunt and Gather, 15-year Canadian whiskey, rare barrels, and lost batches. It's 121 proof. On the back of the bottle, it says, Spring 2021, lot number two, 15-year Canadian whiskey. The mission of Hunt and Gather is to seek out and bring to light rare barrels and lost batches of beautifully matured spirits from acclaimed distilleries. Lot two is a 15-year high corn whiskey Mm. made by one of Western Canada's pioneering distilleries. This whiskey is non-chill filtered and bottled at barrel proof. Yeah, 121 proof, right? Yep. And 15 years old. So corn whiskey in America is at least 80% corn. Now, I don't think the rules are the same in Canada, but it may be. So let's just say it's 80% corn. Oh. 
Oh, yeah, that's just enough. Spill it. That's quite enough. Just spill it, Ed. Yeah, just spill it, Ed. Spill it again, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> you can put your own Scott. Bitch, I hate you so much. I'm starting to get angry. Yeah. Now. We are. We're starting to get. Put a cork in it, fella. We're starting to get belligerent. I'll put this cork in your ass, you whore. Random belligerence. It's a whore edition. So what do you think of the um, Cave of Wonders? The Cave of Wonders, where, where we are? Yeah. So we're, we are in Jeff's basement. The vault is a closet under the stairs, sort of like Harry Potter. Yeah, it's like Harry Potter's dream yeah. apartment. And on the walls is uh, various memorabilia. Various Comic-Con purchases, yes. Is that Adamant dressed as a colonial with a That musket? is Adamant from the Stand and Deliver album. Oh. And behind you are various cats that have been painted from different other... Look, they're Star Trek cats. They're wearing Star Trek uniforms. Those were and look, our actual this cats. One right you don't think I didn't notice that? I noticed it. <laughs> I saw that when I first came in. I'm like, okay. Where's-? That is Basil and Randy oh. dressed as Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock. I'm so allergic to paintings giving me And there's eyes. Trevor is dressed as Adam Ann and Philip is dressed as Elvis Costello. <laughs> I've never overly... <laughs> I love that one. I'm not That's overly, awesome. I'm not, I have to say, it's been a few decades since I've been in a house with two separate Adam Ant images up on the wall. Yeah. Jeff and his wife are big Adam Ant fans. I find that intriguing. I was this many years old when I found that out. I will definitely be inquiring about that off the air because though I do respect him, I find it strange to be the focal point of a room. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, uh, what is that up there? That is that is, James Cagney? No, it's a picture of Edward G. Robinson. Oh, Edward G. Robinson. And okay. that is a contract that he signed in like 1938, possibly. Wow, cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's cooler than the cat paintings, I'll say that. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's smell the hunt and gather aged 15 years Canadian whiskey. The, the first thing off the nose is apples. nothing. Apples. <laughs> It's the lightest nose of the night, though. And you're right. I do smell some apples. Apples and vinyl. It's very vinyl-y to me. Yeah. It's, like, it's like I'm smelling an Adamant yeah. album cover. Or the actual album right, the itself. actual vinyl. I'm, I, I'm, if I press my nose, I can smell goody-too, goody-too, goody-goody-too shoe. Don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? Subtle innuendos follow. Must be wow. something inside. I really like that song. But that's the only song I think I know. It's a good by song. Him. It's a good song. Mm. Ah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What does that taste? We often use vinyl as a tasting note. The finish of this is all vinyl. It tastes like plastic. How can this be 15 years old and be so bad? Tupperware. Plastic. God damn it. I was really looking forward to this. I was too. God damn it, Canada. We were already just on the fence with you and you give us this shit? Fuck. Did you really give all your good whiskey to Whistlepig? Is that what happened? (laughs) Crown Royal and Whistlepig have all the good whiskey. I mean, go back and listen to the Canadian episode that Jeff was on, Sue was on, that one too. We tasted three expressions that we were very kind to. Well, we did the Crown Royal XO on the Cognac finish episode, and that was good. That was good. And then we had the... It was like a 12 or 13 year No, a 16-year Crown Royal, and that was good. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. And the Alberta premium is good. The Gooderman Wurtz was unique, but it was still good. But but we went through like how much crap whiskey they actually have. We had high hopes for this. Jeff drove to the shore to pick this up, people. Jesus. So, definitely a plasticky taste to it. Yeah. I'm putting a little water in to see if it does anything. To I, I'm doing the same. It didn't fix it for me. Oh, you put some in? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, the nose is better. Oh God, it's so bad. Ed is clutching it's his throat. Oh Jesus! It's Christ. the worst whiskey we've had. The water made it worse. I was so happy when I pulled this out. I was like, "Oh, hunt and gather. Oh, fifteen-year Canadian. Yes, we're putting this in, and this is just ass. Literal uh, ass. Uh, this goes back to being Jeff's fault now. <laughs> it's all Jeff's fault. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> Appropriate answer. No, Jeff. It's fine. You didn't know, right? You thought this was good. I mean, anyone who saw this on the shelf. I'm very disappointed. I'm, I'm very sad. I'm sad right now. I'm sad. We, but you know what, Ed? We have three more yeah. really exciting no, expressions. I mean, and we know two of them are highly touted, and one is a one-of-a-kind, pretty much. Whiskey 11. All right, so we're about to be enjoying the Joseph Mangus. Magnus. As I said, Magnus. <laughs> Cigar blend bourbon, mm. batch 159, and it's not cheap, mm-hmm. all right? You're going to be dropping it between 150 and 175 if you pick this baby up. Why? Is it real old? We don't know because the age statement is not disclosed. However, supposedly, according to their website, it's a blend of Joseph Magnus bourbon and an 18-year-old bourbon. We never know if that means an eyedropper amount or if they're actually bringing a lot of that in. Mm. It also has undisclosed mash bill, so we don't know what that's going for you. But I remember that the Joseph Magnus bourbon itself is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, the triple cask, the yeah, regular right. stuff that you get for like right. 80 some dollars. Right, and this is also finished in a number of fun things. Armagnac, sherry, and cognac casks. Nice. So what proof was this one again? 120.06. Right, so just over 120. <laughs> yeah. Do we know what makes this a cigar blend? Maybe I should know that. Hold on. Honestly, I think why they call it cigar blend is because... It's made to go with cigars? Yes. They've just simply made this to go along perfectly with high-end cigars. Right. Which maybe we should have done. But we didn't know that Jeff had this. But actually, I did know he had (laughs) But I just forgot. Jeff, do you remember what you paid for this? I mean, was it as much as Ed was saying? Um, Like 150? 150 is about right. Okay. All right. The first time I had it was a bottle share at Brooklyn Pizza in Haddon Heights. Okay. And I fell in love with it. So you're like, I have to go out and get it right now. All right. Oh, yeah, because and then that triggered my- (laughs) Your hunt. Whatever my issue is. Yeah. And I had to track it down. And my saddest story is that I bribed a box boy- Oh. I, I, I gave him 20 bucks just to call me when it came in. Oh, shit. And he fucking called me. Oh, that's awesome. And I picked it up on my way home from work. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't have been happier. Yeah. Because it's so hard to find. Yeah. And yet you didn't open it up right away. No, you 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 waved it. You waited for us to come over. Yeah. Like we literally opened it up five minutes ago. That's how much I love the whole podcast. Oh. Well, uh, well, thank you for breaking the law for us. <laughs> it's, it's very nice. Of it's not a law, but it's more ethical. And, and for sinking to my personal lowest <laughs> point. Oh, I know it's a sickness, right? <laughs> and, Ed and I are sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. All right, so let's smell it. Batch 159, Ed was having trouble finding reviews about this particular batch. Yeah, so I found a batch 150, so they're going to be close, I guess. It says here we should be smelling some dark fruits and coffee notes. Coffee notes. Okay. I do get coffee and I get some tobacco too. Yeah. Tobacco. Absolutely. He says rich dark tobacco notes pair with baking spices and seasoned oak. I mean, I get all that. I get a little vinyl-y in it too. Mm -hmm. It's very, I mean, because it's very high proof. Yeah, I don't love the nose. We're getting very up in the proofs right now. Although, I really enjoy the nose. I love this. It's a very elite tasting whiskey. 
Thoughts, gentlemen? It's pretty different. It's pretty different. I, I wonder if we were smoking a cigar, mm-hmm. how it would taste, because that's what the point of this thing is. It's I, not right, to it's, drink right. it without the I cigar. I don't know how old it is, but it's very oaky. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but it's oaky, and it's got a lot of clove in it. We always mention clove, but clove is, this is probably the strongest clove I've ever tasted. Maybe clove pairs well with tobacco. Maybe that's why you do it. Well, so I watch a lot of cooking shows on YouTube, and what they say is that tastes that, that pair together really well mm-hmm. taste terrific together because they have the same profile. Okay. What I think is what they did with this is they tried to get what might taste like an unburnt cigar. Mm. And to me, that's what this tastes like. When you breathe in the cigar before you light it, what that sweet tobacco flavor kind of tastes like. That's what I'm getting from this. Definitely get tobacco and clove off this, like yeah. I already said. There is some sweetness to and it. And a subtle sweetness. Maybe you're right. Maybe smoking cigars makes this come alive. But for about 80 to 85, the regular Joseph Magnus, I would like a little better than this based on my memory and i can get two bottles of that for one of these i remember uh taylor uh from banash when she was on the episode we talked a little bit about yeah. the joseph egg magnus because we tasted the magnus on that episode and then we talked about the cigar blend that we didn't have but she said the first one that came out was really good and everyone really loved it and the ones that had been after that in her opinion yeah. were less and less and less this is not a bad whiskey by any stretch it's very complex but for 170 dollars yeah it's got to blow my socks off exactly this- we're judging it not only yeah. by the price that it retails for but we're judging it by the whiskeys that we had before it and we've had a lot of good whiskeys before it. we have a couple bad ones yeah. but we've had a lot of good whiskeys before it yeah. and this is sort of paling in comparison yeah, you want to three those. you want three tumbling dice or you want this you know uh-huh. <laughs> that's right i know it's hard sometimes to yeah, sometimes it's hard and then sometimes you just can't make that happen and it's like ladies it's just a thing it's like you know it's not you it's, We're, it's- we are in our 50s we are in our 50s <laughs> right Right, sometimes a little pinky in the, you know, and help oh, us out. You guys could help us out a little bit, you know? So what I was going to say was it's hard to divorce price from taste when you're doing this. But taste-wise, um, this is terrific. This oh, is a delicious whiskey. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll even say it was a very good whiskey. Well, let's ask the person who bought it for the high price of like 150 or so. What do you think about it? From the whiskeys we've drank tonight, yeah, I still love that fucking tumbling dice. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, there's also a cachet to it. So, oh, I, I got the hundred. Well, I got the cigar blend. Yeah, right, 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 right. Right. yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Will I buy it again for one fifty? Probably not. Probably not. I, I agree. Whiskey twelve. Now we're up to the Garrison Brothers. Scott, tell us about this. Yeah. Yeehaw, everybody. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. All right. So yep. this, we have been chomping at the bit to do Garrison Brothers. Uh, on our Texas whiskey episode, we elected to do Balconies because we thought they were widely known, spread, etc. And we will probably do a Garrison Brothers episode fully sometime in the future. What are you doing? I did this. Oh, my God. Okay. So. Oh, my God. I my okay. So. Uh, Ed is allergic to cats. Jeff, as you know, has cats. And he's putting eye drops in his eyes, except for the fact that he forgot that he was wearing glasses. So he he tried to put drops in his eyes through his lenses. Oh, so stupid. (laughs) He shot his load on, on his glasses. He shot his load on the glasses. That's what he did. I can't Thank, believe I did Thank that. you, Jeff. I can't even believe I did that. 
<laughs> All right, so this is Garrison Brothers Single Barrel Cast Strength Texas Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It is 62.55% alcohol, which is 125.1 proof. This is a Mount Ephraim Canals pick, mm. hand-selected by the master distiller, Ooh. Donnie Todd, and the folks at Canals. Wait, is Donnie Todd his full name? Donnie Todd. He's got two first names? <laughs> he does. Wow. I've never heard of him. All right, so the corn variety says it's food-grade number one white from farms in South Texas, distilled and barreled in 2016. It is barrel number 9537, bottle number 39 of 42, aged three years in oak is all it says, and the sticker on the back says, giddy up, with Sam Elliott from Roadhouse? No. Tombstone? No. It's the Coen Brothers movie with um, Jeff oh, Bridges oh. and John Goodman. The Big Lebowski? <laughs> That's it. Oh. Big Lebowski, yeah. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah. He's kind of the narrator because oh, okay. it ends weird. It has a weird ending. It's not one of my favorite movies, yeah. but don't hate me. One of my favorite actors, actually, Sam Elliott. Yeah, oh, oh no, he's one great. of my favorites, honestly. Uh, big fucking mustache, you know yeah, yeah. who he is. Lincoln. And he's got a real deep, gravelly oh, yeah. voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whiskey Consensus says that all of Garrison Brothers single barrel bourbons are made from their standard mash bill of 74% white Texas grown corn. Mm. Of course, that's white. 50. Jesus. <laughs> 15% red wheat and 11% Canadian malted barley. It's 110 MSRP and we will taste it. All right. Well, the nose isn't that hot, but wow. I have a feeling it's going to be hot to drink. Did you taste it? I did. It smells amazing. This I smell charcoal. charcoal. I do. To me, it smells really fruity. No. I it's smell like strong. So much fruit. Cinnamon and. You don't get any smoke at all? Give me, give me, give me this glass. Yeah, yours smells smoky. Oh, I maybe. cleaned mine. Did you? I did. Mm. Cinnamon. Smell mine. No, smell it. I did. I thought you were smell drinking it. Again, I thought you were drinking it. No. Yours does smell a little smokier. I don't know why. Okay, so when I say it smells fruity, mm. it smells like fermented alcohol fruit. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like a cherry or an apple that you pick right. off the the produce shelf. It, it smells like a fermented fruit. What is the proof? 125.1. Oh, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's high up there. Yeah, it's definitely strong. You, you tasted it already. Yeah. Oh, what do you think of it? I like it. Strong cinnamon, then you, you get like a citrus uppercut. Oh. What's that fucking face you're making? Because I, I just tasted it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so strong. Mm. But it's good, though, right? It's, it's I, really good. Yeah. I remember tasting some of the balconies and going... Oh, that kind of tastes weird. But everything that I liked off of the Balconies single barrel that we liked, the True Blue or whatever it was called, plus everything that we liked off the all-wheat whiskeys that we did, it's kind of like combined in one whiskey. There's so much here and so smooth. Does your your review have the smell or palate on it? Um, What are they saying? Okay, yeah. The nose has notes of corn, dough, and fresh light fruits, such as apple and pear. However, these fruit notes are not quite mature. Floral notes are also present with a prevalent note of the nose being the dough. The palate is pleasant with notes of caramel, leather, apple, and pear, but once again, the dough and yeast flavors shine through. This isn't an overtly complex bourbon. With many of the flavors still developing, the mouthfeel is somewhere between a medium viscosity and only coats the tongue and top of the palate. When water is added, the nose becomes more floral. The palate loses its flavor and the finish is completely white to white uh, no 
I, no, no, I don't agree with anything they're saying here. This is whiskey consensus. This is not what we're tasting. I'm still getting a large degree of charcoal smoke. I've taken water and I've tried to get rid of it and it's just there. Is it off-putting to you though? A little no, bit. A little bit. A little bit for me. Not like I, I, It's a very complex whiskey and I feel like all the tasting notes you guys are tasting for me are under a blanket of char. That's so interesting. You it's, could just be sensitive to that. It's strong, but it's really fucking good. One of the thickest whiskeys I've ever drank. Yeah. I mean, we always say oily mouthfeel. That's understated here. It's, mm-hmm. it's a syrup That's, whiskey. This was a big one when it came out. Yeah. At least partially, this is the proof of it. 125.1 is going to be syrupy. But I also think the quality of the taste of it is also syrupy. Yeah. It's very thick. It's very dark. Yeah, it's the, the darkest whiskey of the night. You, you can't even see it's, through it. Yeah. That's a great point, Scott. I didn't realize how dark this whiskey is. Mm. It's like a can of oil you put in your car. This only encourages me right, to do a Garrison to Brothers. To do a Garrison Brothers episode. Yeah, and their honey finish one. That was my last whiskey to get me into the 100 whiskey club. Oh, good. That's awesome. So I'm, uh, I'm close, folks. I'm really yeah, close. Right. We have I'm like a, four whiskeys away or something right. like that. So in our local whiskey lounge, if you drink 100 different whiskeys there yeah. in that space, you get up on a plaque. Andre said that he had ordered my plaque already. You're that close. <laughs> Whiskey 13. All so right, so we got one more left to do. And one we more. We don't really have a way to do tasty notes or anything, right? This is kind of a... Yeah, this is a Jeff pick almost. So Jeff has to talk about this real quick. Jeff, you went to the Bourbon Trail. You went to Heaven Hill and you Holy made... Holy smokes. You made your own whiskey. I went to Heaven Hill and they had a You Do Bourbon experience. Did they give you whiskeys to taste so you could choose one to make? Yeah. Heaven Hill selects stock. Right. right. And 132.3 proof, everybody. Yes. Jesus. Just like, just give me grain alcohol and put some brown food coloring in it. <laughs> So you, you had those as a tasting, and then you picked the, the one you like the best, and then they take you into the bottling room, mm-hmm. and you pull some levers, and you <laughs> really, fill, yeah, you you fill your oh, bottle. Okay, that's awesome. Prints out a label for you. What does my label say? It says one thirty two point three proof. Bottled by Jeff and your last name, which we will not reveal. <laughs> Bottled on eight six twenty two. Also, very dark whiskey, everybody. In case oh. you're wondering. So dark. But definitely more burgundy or red and cherry does color. Does it say something about potion of invulnerability? Oh, it does. It does. It, it says potion of invulnerability. Because I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> because we're D&D nerds. Okay, so it says mash bill, 78% corn. Wow. 12% malted barley, 10% rye. The Rick House is why the special characteristics are... So it says 26 tapered staved barrels of Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey aged 14 years. Wow. Were specifically selected for the You Do Bourbon experience. These barrels were designated by our master distiller for testing in our warehouses of this unique barrel construction. Now, I'm a huge Heaven Hill fan, as everyone knows. So I'm so excited to taste this 14-year-old Heaven Hill juice. I think it's the oldest Heaven Hill juice I would have tried. Yeah. So the Heaven Hill select stock that Jeff chose... And we're going to taste it. All right. It's 132.3 oh proof. Let's smell the volcano. All right. I didn't pour Jeff any. He was yeah. still. Bring it. He was still drinking the other thing and washed Bring out his. Bring it. Washed out his Luckily, class. we're at Jeff's house. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff does not have to drive. All I have to do is fall out of the chair. <laughs> right. <laughs> Onto the floor. Also and neither do we because we Ubered here. Because the most important thing is to get home safe. We at the Whiskey Tangent nah, Podcast. That's, that's not the most important thing. Do not. <laughs> 
Jeff, do Jeff. not support driving while under the influence. Yeah, Please. Jeff. I'll drive you both home right now. <laughs> Into a tree. Several trees. <laughs> Every branch on the way In down that tree. Time. All right, so the nose is not as explosive as I expect. It's very benign, sweet oak, very traditional for me, vanilla. You um, that? Yes, getting a tiny bit of fruitiness like, Jesus, like a plum. It's very subtle. A pear? All right, let's taste it. Oh, yum. Peanuts. An explosion of flavor, and then the finish falls off a cliff. Am I right? It's so hot. Scott, you're making a face. I was making a face. I like it, but it's so hot that it's hard to determine what I'm tasting. I am not. To me, it was smooth as hell for 130, whatever it is. Mm. I just took it to the head like no big deal. What is it, 132? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we drank a lot of high-proof stuff. I'm get off my headphones, bitch. <laughs> so we're at a remote recording. There's cords everywhere. Yeah, like He just stepped on my headphone and like jerked my head halfway to his knee. <laughs> I did what now? And not in a fun way. I did. I, I jerked what? what? Stop. <laughs> so... What do you think of it? This is your concoction. Yeah, Jeff, tell us why you picked this particular blend. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I think it's fruitier than the Elijah Craig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very spicy. Yes, it is. I like the citrus taste. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And that's it. Yeah. I, I mean. But do you agree that the finish is weird? No. No. I or, agree that it doesn't linger as long as you think it should. Yeah. Yeah. It no. hits you with authority. Yeah. And you think it would linger longer and it doesn't. Yeah, and right, I agree with that. Right. Yeah. What did it cost you to do this at Heaven Hill at the distillery? Like a hundred or something? I feel like yeah. it had to be a couple dollars. About maybe 70. Oh, that's, oh, that's not that's bad really at reasonable. all. This is a full 750, right? Yeah. A full 750 for $75 and it's 132 proof? Yeah. That's it, awesome bargain. Holy shit. I mean, you had to go there to do it, but still. I think I would have paid 100 to do it, to be honest. Right. Heaven Hill. Maybe you need to jack that up $15. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't think I've ever had anything like this from Heaven Hill. I don't even no. know where this fits into my mind no, for no, that. No, I, Again, I'm getting a sweet pear plum kind of fruitiness. Oh, yeah. I don't taste McKenna. I don't take Elisha Craig. I don't taste... See, that's why we do these things, because we don't know what people have mm-hmm. in their vaults. And we had no idea that Jeff would have something like this, an singular right. expression. That, one of a kind, uh, a Jeff-made product. A Jeff-made whiskey right. from Heaven Hill privilege right to taste it so the only thing we do now yeah is we try to figure out what's the best whiskey that we've tasted tonight mm. and we're going to do that right that now is tough. the ratings all right so the first whiskey that we drank was the cotswold signature single malt ed what did you give it i give it seven i'm gonna give it a 7.5 jeff okay. eight an eight nice all right the second one we drank was also from Cotswolds. it was the founder's choice ed i'm, I'm giving that an eight eight yeah that was much better Actually, i'm gonna give it a, i'm gonna give it 8.4 i like that a lot oh 8.4 oh it's you i'm gonna give it an 8.2 okay. jeff 8.4 8.4 all right so the redwood empire haystack needle ed i'm gonna go eight eight yeah so that was a difficult one at first I, I, i'm gonna change seven nine can i go seven nine it was just no <laughs> no of course of course you can. um i think i like that a little better than the cotswolds choice i'm gonna give it an 8.3 okay jeff eight an eight even mm-hmm. all right after that we had the yellowstone single barrel bourbon ed seven 
Yeah, it was a step back, maybe as much as the first Cotswold. So I'm going to give it what I gave that, and that was a seven. And that's what I did. Point five. <laughs> Ironically, that's what I did. Yeah, that was what Jeff. Seven point five. Seven point five. All right. Okay. So the Starlight Rye Port Finished Single Barrel. Six. Ed. Six. I will also give it a six. That's okay. Six point five. Six point five. That's um, just because he owns the bottle. He feels loyalty. Well, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Boone County Single Barrel Bourbon. It's a seven five all day. Seven five. I'm going to give it a little higher than that. I'm going to give it seven point eight. Jeff. Six point five. Ooh, ooh, ooh six point five. Oh, wow. Shade. Downgrade. Easy. 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 You're everyone, do whatever you want. everyone, relax. They're all your bottles. You can throw them out the window if you want. The Deadwood Tumble and Dice Heavy Rye Single Ooh. Barrel Bourbon Ed. Well, for today, we're going nine. Nine. It was delicious. I'm giving that a 9.2. Jeff? Nine. Okay, so the Traverse City Whiskey Company Single Barrel Bourbon Ed. 8.8. 8. Not bad. I will go 8.7. Jeff? 8.5. 8.5. Okay, next one. Old Scout Bourbon Barrel Pick. 7.8. Yeah, I'm going to give it some five. Jeff? Seven, five. Seven, five also? Yeah. Four more to go. Hunter and Gather, the Canadian, 15-year. 6.5. Okay, 6.5. I'm going to give it a six, which is what I gave the Starlight, Jeff? Six. Six, okay, yeah. Yeah, none of us really like that. The Joseph A. Magnus Cigar Blend Bourbon, batch 159. Ed? 8.2. We had a problem with the price on it, but just doing taste-wise, I'm going to give it an eight. Jeff? Eight. All right. The Garrison Brothers Single Barrel Bourbon. Eight. I'm going to give it an 8.5. Jeff? Eight. Oh, okay. And the last one, Jeff's Heaven Hill Select Stock, Ed. I'm going to say 8.3. 8.3. Oh, you bitch. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. I'm going to give it an 8.2. Ooh. Jeff? 8.5. 8.5. All right. Well, that's not so bad. 20 minutes later. All right, so I have calculated the average of the three of our picks, mm-hmm. and the winner with 9.1 total is. The Deadwood Tumbling Dice Heavy Rye Single Barrel Bourbon. My favorite. What's next? Number two was the Traverse City Whiskey Company Single Barrel Bourbon. Rising. That's the surprising one of the day. 8.7. Tied for third are two whiskeys. Wow. The Cotswolds Founders Choice. And Jeff's Heaven Hill Select yes. Stock. Nice. 8.3, that was. Fourth place was Garrison Brothers, 8.2. Very wow. close. Very close. Uh, in fifth place, also a tie, Redwood Empire Haystack Needle and the Joseph A. Magnus Cigar Blend Bourbon. And I know a lot of people are like flipping out on us I right know. now. 8.1, that was. It was good. It wasn't as good as the Tumbling Dice or the Traverse City, I'm just being honest no. with you. And for the price, it wasn't as good as the other two. We'd have to go down to the very bottom. No, we, I would just say, to, yeah. in order, for the rest of them it was old scout the cotswolds signature single malt the yellowstone the boone county the starlight port and the hunter and gather but right. overall these were awesome whiskey and this is a tremendous thing that you know if you're near us and you have a volta whiskey and you want us to come and drink it with you <laughs> just email us at whiskeytangent at gmail.com we would love to come to your house meet your family we will travel eat your food pet your dog and drink all of the good whiskey you have <laughs> but if you have cats just warn us ahead of time right warn us because so, i have to take like shots and stuff and can take seven Claritin. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was doing lines of Claritin in the car on the Uber ride over. 
So I want to thank Jeff for his tremendous proclivity. Thank of you, whiskey. sir. Thank you, sir. You have procured some tremendous my, spirits. My pleasure. We had tremendous pizza. Yes. The best cream donuts in the area. Whew. Yeah. I want to thank his wife for all her support. Thank, thank you, Lynn. Lynn. And uh, we will be back next week with some more mirth making. Yes. All right. So for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. Cheers, everybody. Later.